Hey everybody, welcome to Game Chamber. I'm Brad McKinnis, and I'm here with Dan Estrada. Yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? Game Chamber. Yes, and uh, we thought of this the name on the fly. Hopefully, you like it. Yeah, hopefully um, it doesn't uh, remind you of the Holocaust, because it kind of yeah, reminded that... Brad of the Holocaust when I suggested yes. it. My uh, non-Jewish ancestors won't be happy with that, but um, this game, this uh, podcast is about video games, you know, those things you play. Something we and... both know a good deal about. I, I, I mean, I feel like, maybe I don't really know as much as I like to think I do, but I play a lot, so I should, right? We've, we've put in a lot of hours since probably we were each, like, what, five? So, uh, like five or six. Yeah, so I, I don't even know. What what was your what's your first gaming memory? Let's just kick it right off. Let's just go. Um, it was actually GT two, which is it was Gran Turismo two for the on PlayStation Super Nintendo. So, oh, that no, was on... Super Nintendo. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and it would probably be I don't know the equivalent to a 3DS game now. No, probably not even that good. But it was just like you know standard racing game. Just don't hit the oil slick crap. Don't hit the other cars. Yeah. You know, I never played really you? any of the Gran Turismo games growing up, which is they is kinda they weird. always look cool like they they were looked really pretty, yeah. They look really pretty, but I tried playing a few like racing games like Forza, mm-hmm. and it was sweet, but like I didn't know like which upgrades were good. And yeah. um, oh, the racing games have gotten out of hand. Yeah, they're like they're wild, yeah, especially it's... this new Forza here is supposed to be really really good. I've seen just people playing it like on Twitch and shit, and it looks like really really pretty. Right, like I don't, I don't really care about the mufflers or the type of brakes or anything. It's like, can I just put NOS on it? <laughs> and can I get a straightaway? But um, what about you? What's your first gaming memory? Um, you know, I really can't think of my first gaming memory, but like a, a, a vivid early gaming memory I have is uh, going to my friend's house who had an SNES, and we would play the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like side scroller oh. beat 'em up from the movie. And That's a great that, one. that game was a lot of fun. And I love games like that, like Turtles in Time, uh, the Scott Pilgrim video game that they came right. out with um, on the Xbox 360. Like, all those little side-scroller beat-em-ups I think are great. They're a lot of fun. Like, did, did you ever play the X-Men? Like, it was always at the arcade. They always had the arcade side-scroller beat-em-up X-Men X- Was it X-Men the- Legends? Is that what it was called? Some, I think it was, but it was pretty much if you were Wolverine or um, Cyclops, you were just going to own. Yeah. But it was, I don't know if that, I, those games are great. I, I think I'm familiar with it, but I don't think I've ever played it. I remember, this was probably when I was in high school, when uh, Chuck E. Cheese first made it so that it was only a quarter per game or per whatever. And what a deal. me and my brother and my cousin and a, a friend of my brother's went to um, Chuck E. Cheese with a few bucks and played through the entire Turtles in Time. Granted, I played through about 90% of the game and then I had to leave to go get another quarter and some like little like 7-year-old kid came up and took my spot and beat the game with my brother and his friends instead of me. <laughs> and to this day, I don't know that kid, but I hate him. He took he yes, stole uh, my glory. Yeah, for real. Glory. <laughs> Glory stealing is the worst, especially in video games. Yeah, man. That's, my sisters would do that all the time. Just can't but they just w- snipe the spot. They would also do that thing where my sister would be playing, like, I don't know, Super Mario, you know, typical platform or whatever, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, I can't beat this part. Tell me how to do it. And I was like, well, hand me the controller. No. Just tell me how to beat it. Yeah. 
So. See, I was I, being the youngest. I I never had that experience too much because, you know, well, my my sister didn't play video games, so she was she's a you know a, a, a non sequitur. And then my brother played video games, but he was always way more adapt to it than me. But I never like because you know even as a kid I was very into video games. I never wanted to ask for help, so I never like asked right. him for anything. So if any part of a game just got me frustrated, I was like, all right, well I'm done with this game forever. I hope it dies. <laughs> that's a that's a good tactic too yeah, exactly. that which is why did. like yeah. i haven't finished like so many iconic games that i really like like ocarina of time i've never finished because i'd get to the water temple and just get frustrated and was like you know what this game should never existed i don't care about it anymore well and i tried going back and playing like some of the old n64 games mm-hmm. and not not like on the wii u actually with the n64 and they are really tough like they are so tough because of the controls right yeah like like the James Bond Goldeneye, like to, to the story to mode, push the oh the story mode. Even like just even like playing against someone, like I don't know, even playing against a toddler, I would have trouble against because you have to aim with the the yellow uh, C buttons or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. and it was just uh, it was just a nightmare. Well, even on top of that, like, and this sounds like so pretentious the way I'm wording it, I think, but uh, just going back to play old games, it just it sometimes it just feels weird. And it looks right. weird. Like, right. I, I love Final Fantasy VII. Like, that's a great game. It's a way, way, way fun game. If you've never played it, yeah, you're crazy. But I have such a hard time going back to play it just because it looks so bad. And, like, I mm-hmm. feel like I have, like, sensitive eyes to that kind of graphics now, which I don't. But I like to think I do because that's really the only thing deterring it, me from playing it. Like, the fact that Cloud doesn't have hand, he just has squares. And I'm just like, ugh. But, and it's weird. Like, it's so weird to feel that way because I shouldn't. Like, it doesn't change the gameplay of it. It just makes it look a little different. But because they're doing, like, a, a an HD remake of that, and now they're just HD remaking everything instead of coming out with Yeah, they games, are. Which, you know, I'm hit or miss with it. Sometimes I'm like, okay, that's fine. But sometimes I'm like, do we really need an HD remake of a game that came out two years ago? Right, that's what they kept doing. That's why it was frustrating me with Nintendo because that's all they were doing was they were doing like HD remake of almost every single Zelda game. Yeah. And those games, those games are awesome, but it's like you guys are di- diverting whatever resources you have to do this. Exactly. Like, instead of, instead we, of we making new, new games. Zelda games, you're just rehashing the same ones. Oh, exactly. But speaking about the whole graphics things, like I try to go back and play like Star Fox on like Super Nintendo. That's a great game. And it's a great game, but holy yeah. crap, man. I like good thing I don't have like epilepsy. Like it was crazy. Like there's stuff bursting everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's it's really hard to play. But then there's some games like like the po- old Pokemon games like blue, red, yellow. Like I can replay those. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. Well, and there's it's, there's it's, just it's there's some I feel like the the like 8-bit, 16-bit graphics are easier to play than like the early N64 PlayStation graphics where right. it just looks like blocky 3D and everything looks like right. dumb. See, like, yeah. I can go back and play, like you said, like the Pokemon games and not have a problem or like Mr. Game & Watch and have a lot of fun. But when I try and play like Spyro the Dragon, like the first one, I'm just like, oh, why does right. everything look like a fucking weird polygon? Right, and like I like I tried replaying. I bought it on the Wii, the Super Mario sixty four, mm-hmm. and that's a fun game. But like, 
the block there's so much blockiness and you slip everywhere like the controls are really loose and it's just it's I mean it was still fun I got used to it eventually but it took so long for me to finally get used to like how it used to be like it was just kind of uh, frustrating yeah I understand what you mean but it's weird because uh, Mario Kart 64 I don't that doesn't bother me at all yeah yeah but see I I, I think something of just there's just something about Mario Kart 64 that it makes it like feel timeless you know uh, yeah oh yeah. and i think it's Absolutely. because there's never been like a time in my life where i haven't played mario kart 64 like growing up i played mario kart 64 because i was just a kid and it came out and then like in school i'd have friends come over and for some reason we'd always play mario kart 64 instead of any of the other mario karts and then going to college people came up with this game where you would drink and play mario kart 64 so <laughs> just the yeah. that that game is like one of the few timeless 3d generation games that will never bother me well on that it's one of those mario it's like the only mario kart i can really remember that no one's really like overpowered there's i mean there's the blue shell but other than that there's nothing like it it just it's just feels fun really too. balanced that game right yeah that's a good point yeah but anyway so anyways yeah um what uh let me think uh what kind of what are your favorite genres my favorite genres um i don't know like i really like the rpg like a lot of rpgs like uh borderlands or um diablo i really like a lot of well, no, actually, I don't like a lot of MMOs. I like WoW, and that's about, like, the only MMO I'll play. I like rhythm games. That's, like, my hidden favorite RPG. Like, I play a lot of rhythm games, like, everywhere from O2 Jam, which was, like, this Korean-based keyboard game, to, like, Beat Mania, to Step, you know, Step Mania, to ga- uh, Guitar Hero, to Rock Band, to... This one game on the Xbox 360 marketplace called Boom Boom Rocket, which is actually a lot of fun, and I just <laughs> found out is backwards compatible now. So really, yeah. So that's always the best. So yeah, what about you? What are you? What are your main uh, genres? Well, like I, I do love the RPGs, like the ones you mentioned. Like I play only played the fir- first Borderlands, but I like that. And then like Diablo games. I grew up playing Diablo too, like all day and night, mm-hmm. everything like that. But I was thinking, I thought I loved MMOs, but you're right. Like, the only one that I ever stuck playing for a long time was WoW. Right, and I like Like to think that I liked MMOs, because I played a lot of them. But the only one that ever stuck was WoW. That was the only one I I played for, like, extended periods. And I don't know if it was because, like, I knew, like, so many people that played. Like, when I first started playing in high school, like, there was, like, 12... 15 almost 20 kids different kids playing like they even had like a pretty decent guild Mm -hmm. and then like in college like andy eric and a few other people played so that was really cool but then i tried to play um swoter the star wars mmo Mm -hmm. and i mean it was cool and everything and i love the star wars universe but it just got so boring see and that's the thing like i really loved the questing for swoter i thought that was probably my favorite experience leveling a character up in any mmo i'd ever played but then the end game was just such a such a bore. The, the oh, instances absolutely. didn't make any sense, like how things were decided. The raids were obnoxious. The PvP was not very good. Like there really wasn't anything going on in that game, and that's kind of what led me to stop playing it. Like I tried. I mean, I have a crappy computer, so I mean, it wasn't like super like smooth, anyways. But mm-hmm. I still had a good time. But 
you're right though. The PvP was it was so unbalanced mm-hmm. and it just it just wasn't fun. Yeah. But see, I think I think we could even talk about WoW and WoW memories for like a whole episode in itself. Because probably we probably like both day. probably yeah, exactly. We both How long did you play WoW? Oh man. Um there was breaks in between, but probably from 2008 to about 2012 yeah ish yeah see i was like from the year the year before burning crusade so about a year in vanilla eh, maybe about a year and a half maybe two years in vanilla then all of burning crusade then the first like year of lich king and then i took a break and then cataclysm came out and i played that for about a month and then i took a break and then uh pandaria came out and i didn't play that until the end and so I played, like, the end of Pandaria into Draenor for, like, five months or six months. Right. And then I stopped again. And then I played again for Legion, and I'm probably done with that now, too. I, like, um, they made, Blizzard does such a good job with their games. Like, um, before um, Overwatch came out, it was Project Titan. Mm-hmm. You Do you remember reading about that? Right. It was supposed to be a new MMO completely. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, could you imagine the Overwatch characters in an MMO, or at least, like, the classes? I, like, I think it would shit. be cool, and I'm, but I'm also, at the same time, really glad they didn't do another right, MMO. Right. Because it feels weird, right, to have two, like, competing games against each other? Well, that's, that's the thing, too. Like, wow is their cash cow they still have millions upon millions of people playing right. it and sub- subscribing to it so i mean they're not going to kill it off they'd be absolutely idiotic to kill that right. off like that's just that'd be so but stupid blizzard but... just puts out just straight quality games i mean if you you look right. at their resume a lot of those games a lot of the games they've come out with are huge huge hits overwatch oh, diablo 3 was rocky at the beginning but then they fixed it up right. with reaper of souls and it was you know one of the better games and then the, Star the starcraft, starcraft series, games the warcraft oh, series yeah. the world of warcraft you know and then hearthstone even yeah like, yeah exactly even... hearthstone something as small as hearthstone that was kind of like it seemed almost like a throwaway game just like a little mini thing that it came out with is huge right Oh yeah, it's that's all like Andy and I play, anyways. But we need to get Andy on here and just have an episode about Blizzard because he'll talk our ear off. Oh like, yeah, he loves that shit. Like he absolutely loves Blizzard. They so. they make good good games, and like they the one thing that I like about Blizzard is that they don't ever really take themselves too seriously. Like even in right. games like Diablo, which are pretty serious, at least plot points and whatnot there's a, a level with cows and rainbows and all sorts of goofy yeah shit like and, that. and then like flowers and and then they'll make like references to their other things within the things which I, I think is pretty cool for like for example in the new wow expansion a reference that i really enjoy is that there uh there's the the like shady goods vendor from destiny zur is in wow <laughs> And he's just like sitting in the corner, and you 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 can like buy Destiny items from him because technically De- uh, Blizzard has uh, their fingers in Destiny too because Activision publishes Destiny and they oh, own Activision. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I thought that was a little really cool like reference and little Easter egg there. And I don't even give a shit about Destiny anymore, but I just found that idea is cool, and especially because I have a lot of friends who play Destiny, so I could be like, look at this cool little thing WoW did. Was it, I never, I only ever watched a friend play Destiny a few times, and I mean, I feel like it would be fun to play. It is. But it seemed kind of, like, limited. Destiny, like. alright, so Destiny is a really fun game to play. I will not take that away from it. But the thing is, it's very repetitive. 
And the mm-hmm. at least when it first came out, the story was such a bore. It was horrible. It was poorly written. It was poorly done. It was like watching a DC movie. Like one of these most recent <laughs> DC movies. It was real bad. It was really bad. Yikes. Uh, but in these most recent expansions, they've been like changing it to be not taking itself so seriously so much anymore. But it's just, it runs out of fun real quick because you can just kind of, there's way too many ways to, to cheese it, I guess is one way of saying it. So you can just kind of exploit it into getting good gear. And then mm-hmm. what do you do when you have good gear? Yeah, I guess you can keep playing, but then it just starts feeling like a job. You got to log again every day to do your dailies right. and your weeklies. And you got to do the PvP on the days when Iron Banner comes out. And you got to raid once a week. And it's it, that's, my, that's another big gripe I have with MMOs is that it starts becoming a job that I have to pay monthly to play. Yeah. Yeah, that was my, that's like the thing my biggest gripe with WoW was you have to go on, do the heroic, you know, right. make sure you do all your dailies to get up uh, the certain reputations with places. But, I mean, I understand why they put that in there because it gives you stuff to do. It really does. Exactly. And that, but... you know, it keeps people occupied. But at the same time, it, it becomes where that can only be, that could be the only game you play if you ever want to compete in it, you know? Right. So if you right. want to raid, the... you have to play WoW all the time because you have to farm mm-hmm. for your mats. You have to make sure you have money. You have to make sure you can fucking, you know, do everything that you need to do. You have to have the right gear level. You have to mm-hmm. have the right group of people around you and stuff. Like, I guess you could do LFR and it really doesn't matter, but... You got if you want to, to to really be a useful WoW player, you got to do a lot of stuff, and it becomes obnoxious. It's not like a game like uh, I don't know Kingdom Hearts or something where you can pick it up and play what you want, and it's a story game. So whenever you finish the story, you're essentially done. Right, and I mean I don't know what made me think of this, but I that's kind of what I liked about um, Call of Duty Four, the first Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, there's things, there's, like, achievements for you to get and stuff like that, like, uh, to get better weapons to prestige and shit like that, mm-hmm. or to get, like, the golden camo and stuff like that, but you could go on there, get a few friends on there, and just, you know, fuck, blast some people away. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, See, have some fun. I, I never played much of the Call of Duty series. I tried to get into Call of Duty during multiple times in my life like in high school i had a few friends who were competitive call of duty 2 players or yeah call of duty 2 so i was like oh let me get into this game and i didn't do it and then modern warfare 2 came out and everybody was playing that so i bought that and that was probably the one i played the most but really i only logged in maybe like 40 hours of gameplay of that and i mean they're they're fun games but the it comes down to like fps's like they can get again i mean this happens to every game every game gets stale Mm -hmm. but like you could predict where that person was going to go like right at the beginning like you knew they're going to be there you're going to toss a grenade there or it's like some people like i don't know how many people did this but i heard people would turn their volume all the way up and then turn on like uh the way the volume in the game on when people step all the way up to the volume so they could hear people like creeping around and everything like that mm-hmm. and there then there's a bunch of different exploits like the rapid fire controllers do you know what that is no it's like a turbo controller oh, okay. where you would buy it and like pretty much you could make uh especially with like the sniper rifles or just like um semi-automatic weapons you can make them automatic using the controller That's so there's like a bunch of exploits that made it unfun like it just made it annoying so gotcha 
but yeah i know they're re-releasing that this year hd and people are loving the fact that they're doing that i mean that was like probably one of my probably my favorite game uh in high school like even beyond like the halo series like the halo series was just amazing but like the that call of duty was awesome because every single night there'd be like five day different guys we'd get in a group together go online and then just shit talk other people and play it was just so much fun yeah see for first person shooters there's not really any games that are like that for me i'm not really into first person shooters like the only ones i play are like weird ones like overwatch where it's not traditional this guy's got an assault rifle they all have assault rifles yeah it's more like oh this guy's an assault rifle guy this guy's got a big shield and a hammer like and i and i rarely ever play as like the shooty characters i'm usually like a healer tank so well and i think that like that's what was so attractive about halo is i mean yeah it was like i'm not big on first person shooters either but halo like you had like um all these weird like alien weapons Mm -hmm. And different things and you could also get in the huge tank and the banshee and the ghost and like that was so awesome like for i don't know like it's like a decade ago now but it was just phenomenal back then but now like if i played a first person shooter i probably couldn't play it for more than half an hour without getting bored yeah yeah the only one like i said the only one that really keeps me other than overwatch Overwatch, yeah yeah Yeah. and that's just because that is that's so unique it's like they need someone needs to challenge Blizzard. We're on Blizzard again, but someone needs to challenge Blizzard to make like I don't know what what type of genre that they need to do like the rhythm genre. They need to make a rhythm game. Yeah, I mean, and they they would be able to, but I don't think they would ever put like full full heart into a rhythm game because they they oh, kind of do not. have like rhythm games within their games, sort of. Uh, right. But I could never see them putting like. Because the rhythm game is is like a stale genre at this point in time. Like they don't really, mm-hmm. you don't really see a lot of rhythm games like that coming out anymore. However, they did announce Bit Trip Runner Three today, which is a little bit different of a rhythm game, but it's definitely a rhythm game. Is that like a platformer or what? Uh, you never played any of the Bit Trip Runner games? I have not. So essentially, it is like an endless runner type thing where, uh. You don't actually control your guy. He just automatically runs, but he runs to, like, the beat of this song. And mm-hmm. at certain beats, you'll need to do certain things, whether it be, like, duck under something or jump over something or do some sort of... It's like a little, like, you know, just kind of running to the end, almost like the helicopter game. But it's okay. but there's a rhythm aspect to it. So if you start picking up on the rhythm, you can beat levels easier. Okay, that, that I'll have to look that up. What's it called? Uh, Bit? There's Bit Trip Runner, and then there's Bit Trip Runner Two, which is the more recent one. And now Runner Three is coming out in 2017. Okay, I'll have to look. Yeah, I just wrote that down. I'll look that up. That sounds sweet. Yeah, they're really cool. You can actually get the like all the Bit Trip games because they have like six different games that aren't just runners uh, on the DS for pretty cheap. I'm pretty sure because I I have them on my DS. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the 3DS library, no doubt, is like one of the best libraries. Oh yeah, I mean, there's just so much to choose from. Yeah, but um, that made me think about this. Like, have you read any about the NX rumors? No, not really. Uh, it's I'm just really kind of upset with the Wii U. So right now, I don't even want to think too much about the NX. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like look into stuff. But why? What's going on with the NX? Well, yeah, the Wii U has been pretty disappointing, but the NX supposedly 
is a hybrid console, meaning oh yeah, both uh, handheld and handheld, which and is what console. I thought the Wii U was gonna be with that fucking yeah. big screen, but turns out which it's I mean not. I turns out like it just Sean and I get in arguments with this. Yeah, Sean and I get in arguments about this, but like I think they can pull it off, but it seems like really really odd that they're taking their best product, the 3DS and all that library, and merging it with their worst product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but they've like, been trying to do something like that for a long time. Like, they've been trying to merge handheld and console for going back all the way to, what is it, Legend of Zelda and the Four Swords yeah. or whatever? For yep, the GameCube, yeah, that's true. Where you could hook that's up your, your, your Game Boy Advance as a controller. So this is nothing surprising for me. The only problem I see with it is, like, are they going to have the developers? That's that's where the real issue with Nintendo lies I know, right that's... They don't have that's the third party for the Wii too. U, which is why... The Wii U would be a great console. I mean, there's so many good like Nintendo products on the Wii U. The only problem is they only you know they come out far and few between. Like you'll, exactly. you'll get one game in December and then not get the next good game until like March or April, which right. is the, when you're going up against PS4 and Xbox 360 or Xbox One. They're coming out with you know every couple weeks. There's at least one game that I'm somewhat interested in. And they yeah they have all the triple party or the triple A games and mm-hmm. then not only that they have all the sports games the Wii U sports games are all the way back from like what like 2010 or something yeah like they that. don't even have like, any sports like right games at the beginning on the, on the, I think they have like, NBA 13 is on there uh, yeah actually I think hold on I think I do have that yeah it's NBA 13 yeah but but they don't, that's like the only one like if they would just up it a little bit people. W- people would only really need their pc and then the wii u because they get the best of both worlds like if you have the wii if you, if the wii u you have nintendo games and then you could have like skyrim borderlands overwatch and all that crap like mm-hmm. why would you need an xbox or playstation honestly right. i mean and i mean it's honestly overall is probably more cost efficient to get yourself a good computer than it is to get a console but Right, but I, I guess that's not necessarily true because computers' shelf life, as far as game graphics capabilities, are like every four years or so, and then for consoles, it's a little bit longer. But who knows? Yeah, with the computer, you have to update it like constantly if you want to be like semi good. Like, um, heck, I'm like the, this computer is like five years old and it it runs pretty well. Like everything's fine on it, but I try to play even like hearthstone on here and it's so like glitchy and laggy and everything and it's not even like i play wow on my macbook and uh it's i have to play it on like all the lowest settings now and uh, it's really weird and like it'll still like glitch out every now and again where like oh everything just became one giant triangle guess i have to restart the game (laughs) yeah it's just the worst but hopefully the nx um I mean, hopefully it blows our tits off. I, you yeah, know? I hope it's good for Nintendo's sake. I just, you know, I don't have the highest of faith, and I won't be getting it. Not at launch. I mean, oh hell because no. I barely played my Wii, and the Wii was actually a good console. Like they had tons of games on the Wii, so I can't even shit talk that one. But the Wii U, I bought and loved it because the three games I had on it were so great. And then they was just like, all right, well now you got to wait a year before you, anything worth a shit comes out, which right. is why they, I ended up buying a three or an Xbox one. They mishandled it so poorly. Like even the marketing was so bad because even I, like I'm, I follow stuff regularly when I first heard, uh, saw the commercials or heard about it. I mean, I was like, 
do I have to buy a new console or do I just have to buy the tablet thing? Like, I'm confused. I'm be completely like, honest. They, I don't think I've ever seen a commercial for a Wii U or a Wii. It Wii happened U. like right when it launched. It was for about a month or so. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because I think I was living with that was when I was living with my sister, so it was like on kids' channels. Yeah, and that makes sense. Like that. Okay. But like, they didn't really even talk about it. Like, it would just be like families dancing or something like that, and it's like, oh, buy the Wii U this November. Ugh. And it's like, what? You didn't even talk about it. Like, right. I'm confused. Exactly. And like, but, um, I'm happy I have the Wii U because every now and again, I can go back and play Smash, or I can go back and play Mario Kart. But it's essentially like a two hundred dollar brick. Right, and like they had Splatoon, they did good there, but you can't rely on your own friggin' games. Right, and like, then and then know... they killed Splatoon. Right. They recently yeah. killed it by ending the Splatfest, which That's, probably I means that they're starting that, to develop. But... Yeah, oh yeah, they uh, the That's last Splatfest was like over the summer, it was in August or something. It was Marie versus Callie. That's a shame. Like. Uh... Like stuff like that, they they handle they don't handle the online stuff well either. Like their online oh no, their online servers are horrible. They're so horrible. bad. Well, it's not only that they're laggy, but they don't have a good group chat thing either. There's like no group Xbox chat. and PlayStation. Like that's what I mean. Like it it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean like, we we would play Smash all the time, and most of the time we would like have to text each other in between matches, which is so goofy. Right. I know it would have been so much nicer just to like talk to you guys while the match was happening like just screaming at each other <laughs> like yeah but um we're running at 30 minutes so yeah. um how about we end it um we'll do this it's gonna be called our unpopular opinion bit why don't you go first uh an unpopular opinion that i have about yeah. video games yeah yep. um mba mba 2k 17 is the best mba video game probably of all time I would say, but if not Ooh. of all time, then the best one since Michael Jordan was on the cover in 2K11. What about uh, NBA Jam, man? NBA Jam is a great game. Uh, I love <laughs> NBA Jam, but it's not the, the basketball sim, what the basketball sim world right. is. This right. This 2K17 is great. Like, I'm, I'm hooked on it. I'm playing it all the time. See, and there, that's again, like, the Wii U doesn't have that, no. and I would definitely love to play that game, like, seriously. Yeah. I, like, but, um, I mean, I love basketball as it is, but, and I normally don't get the NBA at launch, but this one I was like, you know what, let me get it at launch, and I have not put it down. I got it actually the same week I've got the Bioshock collection, which is a game that I've always wanted to play through, and I just can't go back to Bioshock, because I'm, like, so into NBA. <laughs> that's how you know it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, okay, mine will be more, isn't about the games, but I think that they should bring back cartridges for games instead of the discs. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they hold, they hold up better, they last longer, they can't, they can break, obviously. Right. They can obviously Well, so break, can discs. But the discs are kind of flimsy, you know, you just put a, a thumb on there one in the wrong spot and, and you can't yeah. get it off. So, the, the only, the only the problem with that there. is that... It's probably more cost efficient to do discs, but in the next, it seems the way we're going in the next three years, people aren't going to have discs anymore either. Everything's on the it's, hard drive. It's yeah, it's the hard drive or digital, which makes which, which is mean, a I huge can... pain in the ass for like the the PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Like I don't know if you know this, even if you buy a disc game, you still have to install it for like two hours before playing. Oh yeah, and then if you do it on the debut or whatever, everyone else is doing it, so it takes you like six hours. Right. Like, some days but that's why i think the cartridges are sweet just because you know 
I mean, not just because I want to blow on them, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but just because they're stable and like the techno, like you look at the flash drives and stuff like that. Like they're kind of like cartridges, but you can put so much memory on them now. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, um, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'd be down with like flash drive games. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't had that yet. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, like, like I said, it's probably spread. just way cheaper to do the discs, and from a business yeah. standpoint, that's that's where they go for it, cheaper. Because, like, discs, to, discs are, like, I don't know, like, a tenth of a cent or something like that. Like, it's crazy how yeah. cheap they are. Like, you, there, there are, like, music companies and video game companies that don't even put their products onto discs anymore, even though they're not that expensive, just because it's cheaper to not do it. I know it. Like I, I found it crazy that Rocket League even put their game on a disc recently because up until then they they didn't have to. Yeah, we'll. I think you'll start seeing like um, only a few people will start actually doing the disc, and then maybe even the next uh, round of uh, next gen consoles, not the NX, because I can't see them do, not having discs or something like that but the next gen consoles might just be almost all online i I, honestly i wouldn't be surprised if the nx is also all online i mean that'd be surprising because it'd be nintendo being forward thinking (laughs) right yeah (laughs) i guess so but i mean for all we know nintendo's going back to the cartridges i that's what that's some rumors say that but i don't buy that there's so many rumors about it but i think it'll succeed or i hope it succeeds i don't know if it will i hope it does too but, uh, like i'd like to see nintendo back at the top but right now they're a strong third yeah they're yeah they're well at least i third. guess that's that's a a very here thing in japan they're still huge and in the mobile mm-hmm. market obviously they're still killing it because no like the vita was a joke and microsoft doesn't put out like a handheld console they didn't even, yeah, they didn't even try. So and now that they're that Nintendo is gonna be on the like Apple App Store, that's gonna you know even make their their mobile yeah. handheld genre skyrocket even more. Yeah, I hope that NX succeeds because I don't want to see them go the way of Sega and just all they do is just make games. That would suck. And Sega, so Sega doesn't even really make games. Most of their games no. are assisted with Nintendo anyway. Yeah, and they're pretty subpar to be honest. But yeah. Yeah, well, I think this is a good spot to end it. Yeah, it was a good this chat, is a good, Dan. I think this was a, we had a nice little discussion. We I don't know if we even talked about any of the stuff we wanted to, but we we talked. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's and that's the point of the podcast. I mean, hey, hopefully the people that actually listen to it, you know, Enjoy, had a good time yeah, too. Yeah, hope they enjoy it. You know, hope you guys at or, home yeah. will like it. Yeah, you guys should subscribe. Uh, you should also listen to Dan's other podcast. Two Man League. Every uh, Wednesday afternoon, new episodes. Check them out. I, I currently am up 2 nothing, Maybe 3 nothing as yeah. of tomorrow. All football fans should listen to that. And if particularly non-football fans because neither one of me and my competitor are huge football fans either. Uh, I mean, I guess That's... I am more so than Keith. But, well, Keith, at least you know like a decent amount of players' names. That's true. That's true. Keith still last week was calling Kelvin Benjamin Kevin Benjamin. So <laughs> that's great. I love Keith. All right. Well, this is it for the Game Chamber Pod. Take it easy. See Have you a guys. Nice day.